0: Hey, former Singles Only fans, friends. What's happening? Paul Farver here, your host for the last seven effing years. How are you? Seems like you guys are all still listening to the podcast on this uh, channel, but uh, I actually started a new podcast called Why Are You Awake? Go over and subscribe to it uh, if you haven't already. Um, It's super fun. Um, This week we had comedian Dwayne Kennedy a legend you've seen him on hbo conan uh, late night <sighs> seinfeld everywhere hilarious great comedy great fun it's a great episode go listen to it especially if you're a night owl or you just can't sleep fun episode we talk about comedy we talk about staying up late what we do late at night you should check it out especially if you like singles only or you like me or you like comedy or you like just happy good talks. It feels like you're in the room. You can listen to Dwayne talk forever is what people have said. He's a legend. Go check it out. I've teased it here. So if you keep listening after this intro, you could be able to hear a little of it. Um, but please go subscribe. You can see it live on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com backslash Paul F comedy. You can watch it or just subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go over and subscribe. It's the old singles only channel. So you can go do that. I've got upcoming shows. You can come see me at Cobb's in San Francisco on February 22nd. Um, I'll be at JP's Comedy Club in Gilbert, Arizona, February 23rd, 24th. Back in Chicago, stand-up sit-down at Laugh Factory, February 26th. That's a Monday. Then I'm in Nashville at Zaney's as part of Two Pauls, one show at Zaney's on Wednesday, February 28th. And then I'm headlining one-night stands in Detroit or Waterford Township, similar. Um, the next day, which is uh, February 29th through March 2nd. Then I'm back in Chicago in April headlining Zanies on April 2nd in Chicago. But in March, I'm going to be all over the place in Florida. A lot of dates are up in the air, but I am going to be in Chicago for a couple weeks. I think I'll be in Florida for a couple weeks. I'll be all over. PaulFComedy.com has all my upcoming dates. Check it out. And uh, please, please, please um, thank you for your support all these years. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to me on Instagram and YouTube, and uh, please check out the podcast. Here's a sample of it, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. This week, we have one of my favorite comedians, a legend in Chicago. I can't believe he's here in the <laughs> studio. Yeah, me uh, either. You, <laughs> you've seen him on uh, Conan. You've seen him on Seinfeld. You've seen him on... Or uh, He's got a Emmy for... Kwame Bell with HBO on HBO. Dwayne Kennedy.
1: Hey. Hey everybody.
0: We got some callers already. No. Yeah.
1: Call it. Go ahead. Uh, huh? No, go ahead. Go you ahead, caller. You don't call even it. have
0: headphones on. It doesn't <laughs> even make sense. It looks like you're singing we are the world.
1: Oh man. <laughs> Woo. Nah. I don't want to make that mistake.
0: Yeah. What's That's the
1: mis- sucks? <laughs> that song sucks, Bob. Come on.
0: I liked uh I liked the Band Aid version. Uh, oh, do they man. do they know it's Christmas? I love that song. That's a good song. That's a great 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 uh Bruce Springsteen, Stevie Wonder, Quincy Jones produced it. No, Sting. Uh That's we are the world. No, Quincy Oh no, Bob Geldof, you're right. Bob Geldof. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I get mixed they up.
1: Know yeah. It's, um, great song. Uh Boy George.
0: Boy George, George Michael, yeah, U 2s Bono.
1: I guess some of those cats overlap because some of them did that. Yeah, I think did, so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they
0: did Live Aid and anyway, but we're digressing here.
1: Yeah, are we? It's a podcast. Uh,
0: no, this we have a we have a we have, we have a agenda. goal. We have an agenda. Talk okay. about late night living. L i v i n. No, yeah, well, that's G. it.
1: For me, podcast over because uh, I'm in bed by six thirty. But that's now. Yeah,
0: but that's not how it always was. No. You were, a, you were a night owl for most of your life.
1: Well, I was, yeah, doing stand-up. Yeah. You become a, what is it, uh, um, an incidental night owl, you know, just by the nature of what you do. You
0: weren't like that before? You weren't, When you were growing up, were you up late, or were you going to bed early and waking up early? I used to. When you,
1: I wake up early. I still wake up early. Um, I don't know about late. I guess as a kid... Yeah, 11, 12, twelve—that's late. You know, I didn't party or anything. I didn't so you party. became
0: a you became a night owl because of your career.
1: Yeah, it was a job requirement. <laughs> I must
0: stay up late and use drugs. Well, did you stay up after the shows? Because you're still wired after a show. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. Well, what do you do? What do you do then? And you're still doing shows, so you you're incidentally a late night person again.
1: Again, yeah. Well, but now, once I'm done with the show, I don't hang out as long. Uh, or certainly not as frequently you know every now and then i might hang, hang sure. out a little while but mostly it's like man the show's over thanks everybody out i got sleep to get
0: but you don't sleep you can't fall asleep right away after a show Can i usually you?
1: do my sleeping while i'm on the drive home <laughs> you know
0: sure i like safe. to
1: get my wings at 90 yeah that
0: makes sense yeah. well, well i mean how long does it take you to come down after a show where you can actually wind down, you can turn your brain off and fall asleep, even if you're not hanging out?
1: After a good show, a while. After a bad show <laughs> Even longer.
0: <laughs> After I was bad gonna say where you going with this. <laughs>
1: After bad show, I don't sleep for weeks.
0: <laughs> so you got so you're technically an incidental night all again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you what do you do to pass time? You're not doing drugs or alcohol? No. No,
1: no and I don't do drugs. Don't use drugs, kids. No, this you is know for that adults. reminds me of a story, Paul. You know, <laughs> when I was on uh both methamphetamine and heroin, I uh No, you know what? I tell you a root. This is my ritual and my routine for like when I would do zanies on Wells. When I'm done with the show, I'd get on North Avenue, drive down, d- drive west on North Avenue, make a right on Halstead, I'd go up to the Taco Burrito joint on Halstead. Right, right it's next gone. to Kingston Piece.
0: Yeah, it's gone.
1: No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not.
0: TB2 talking about post- Taco Brew Palace number two on Halstead is gone.
1: Next to uh
0: Kingston Mines. What? Yeah. When was the last time you were there?
1: I thought I was there yesterday. <laughs> I guess I wasn't. When did it close?
0: I don't know. It's been Not that gone. long ago. Uh pre COVID or during oh, COVID. Oh no, no,
1: no. They're back then. I've been there. I've been there since then. Okay. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. Wait, a, don't scare me because I'm going there after this. Allende
0: is better. They are sponsored by Allende Burritos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Allende. <laughs> when you were trying to do a podcast,
0: so I mean, you you eat there. That's your yeah. routine.
1: Yeah, you should the, go. Out. That w- that would be the routine. Like you go out for a bite.
0: Sure. Yeah, you know how that goes. That's how I met you. Is that's how I met you actually? At late night at a show. I'll tell you. We'll get to that okay. in a second. Right. But so you eat at this may or may not existing TB Two Taco right. Burrito Palace Number Two. Right. And then what happens?
1: Eat, talk about the show.
0: By yourself, yeah.
1: Well, if I mean, you know, sometimes I'll bring it. Yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> I actually have better conversations about the show by myself. Dwayne, you tonight, brother, you are. Woo!
0: Do you switch seats when you're responding or you just stay in the same?
1: Well, until the food comes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Makes sense. But, um, uh, yeah, or, you know, if I'm there with some people, just, you know, we're just chopping it up as they say sure yeah
0: so then what do you do how do you how do you wind down after you've eaten a burrito that makes you a little tired
1: i eat tacos I don't eat burritos. tacos yeah. okay
0: you're doing shows again yeah now covid's over how are you what are you doing to to get to bed i mean you still stay you can't fall asleep so what do you do you just eat then you go home what do you watch tv how do you wind down especially after a bad show
1: well see which i
0: don't believe you've had in a while
1: I don't know. Well, you know, uh, your, your your standards change. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you know how sure. it goes. Like, somebody come up to you, oh, man, I loved it. And you're thinking, ah. I yeah, you know. should
0: have seen me last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's <laughs> yeah, what you're saying. Yeah.
1: But I don't, you know, I mean, once I get to the crib, man.
0: You're able to turn it off? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, I might be bad for this podcast, <laughs> but because... Uh, <laughs> you know, falling asleep is actually one of my strong points. <laughs> I might have, this this show might not make the cut. So
0: here's how I knew you were a night owl or used to be. Okay. This is when I first started doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh there was a restaurant uh on the corner uh right right by uh Zane's on um LaSalle. Oh. Well, Mitchell's. Was it, Mitch, uh, it was, it was
1: a, it's been a, it was a number of different names. LaSalle and Clark.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. LaSalle, uh, North uh, and Clark. North Clark and LaSalle, where they all meet. Yeah. Yes. And they used to be a Mitchell's. And it was and, 24 hours. Yes, yeah, 24 hours. Yeah. And uh I had just left <laughs> practicing law and you and Pat McGann were in there. And I didn't know who you were yet because I just started. Pat McGann was a host when I auditioned at uh at Zaney's for mm-hmm. Burt back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I went up to him like, hey man. You were the host. You like changed my life, blah, blah, blah. Because to the past, pat's like, that's great. This is Dwayne Kennedy. You know who he is? And I'm like, I don't know. And then I like went home and Googled. It. I was like, holy shit. I just met Dwayne Kennedy. <laughs> and you guys sat there. I mean, I was working. I was by myself working. And you guys sat there for a while. I mean, it was oh, like yeah. two, three in the morning. We you okay. were just talking. This was probably 12 years ago, 10, man, 12 years man. ago. Yeah, time, man.
1: Woo. So, yeah, well, sometimes that would happen. Right. Yeah, but again, it's circumstantial, because it was Zane's, because it's a place that's open 24 hours, because right. it was Pat, who's my guy, so yeah, so, you know, that can happen where you... Sure. Be. Yeah.
0: So you were a night owl at some point in your life, I, and I then it changed. I was occasionally, I yeah, was yeah. occasionally, okay, yeah.
1: it, I mean, if that, it keeps in theme with the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what time do you are, you, are you are you waking up in the morning with the, with the normal people mm-hmm.
1: now? yeah. For the most part, really, mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> no, man, don't <laughs> well, you? Well, that's our time. No. <laughs> right. Anywho, Dwayne, you take care and uh, Enjoy. <laughs> don't bother to listen for this episode because uh... it's gonna come out in twenty twenty five. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, this would be a very special, uh, <laughs> this would be a, one of our outtake shows.
0: Dwayne, before we, we started the show, I told you, and you did, You told me you didn't read this book, but mm-hmm. The Perfect Amount of Wrong is a book I'm reading, Mike Bridenstine wrote. You are all, yeah, we'll give it a shout out here, but uh, he, uh, not a sponsor of the show, so we'll cut it out, um, <laughs> but uh, you, lo- you were th- responsible for a lot of comedians continuing comedy, you know that, right? Kyle Kinane credits you. John Roy credits you. You were the shit back then. You still are. Mm. What do you say to that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about getting to sleep some more. Um,
0: <laughs> well, I mean. I don't
1: know. It's, it's flattering. It's do,
0: flattering. You, do you know, like, people, anytime you've talked to me, I know exactly the things that you've told me, the f- conversations we've had. Mm-hmm. Do you realize how much of an effect you have on people when, when you talk to them at a show? Like, And do you do you think about that before you say something? Because, like, to me, I made a decision long ago when a comedian has a bad set, I'm not going to say good set. Because I feel like that's bad.
1: Yeah, dishonest. And it doesn't really help them in the long right. run. Right. It doesn't help them. Yeah.
0: Someone else told me that. I'm like, you're right. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and uh, I remember me and Adam Burke were sitting at a show and someone didn't have a good set. And he goes, good set. I go, don't do that. And I at, said, "Good set to, no, the to the person." I said, yeah. "Don't do that." He goes, "Why?" I'm just being nice. I'm like, "No, we're not helping them because they're not gonna, they're not gonna, they're gonna remember you because they know you're Adam Burke and you said good set and they're gonna think that right. that was a good set. You're not doing them any favors." Mm,
1: wow.
0: Do you right. do that? Do you ever?
1: I love. I'll say, "Hey,
0: bad set."
1: <laughs> hey,
0: I'm not saying set. do that, but like you can't hey, be dishonest at your level. Bad. Bad. That's. Yeah. I mean, no, you, really, you know,
1: I don't know, man.
0: Or have you done that? And you're like, "Shit, I've I done that." Fuck. I have, I, now, now, what you no, told but, me might have been irrelevant.
1: No, because what is it? You make assumptions. I won't say it to a person, and this is okay. This makes me seem like an insincere phony, which I am. <laughs> um, you know, let's not mince words, but uh, I I don't do that mostly. But I have. What have I? Do? I do the thing now. I'm I'm diplomatic. Like, hey, that had potential. Yeah, I don't even say that. But <laughs> I won't. I won't. And th- this is a diplomatic thing because you you meet so many people, and sometimes if they're looking for something, if if I think you're really funny or you have genuine talent. I will be more critical of you.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah,
1: because I see where you've actually got potential. You give but somebody them- who doesn't seem like, I don't know, and and I doesn't mean they won't. They could, Right, they it's just become, your opinion. Yeah, yeah, and they could become the genius of all geniuses. Mm-hmm. But if it looks like, oh, man, yeah, it's probably not going to ever happen for <laughs> you, then what else can I say? I don't know, because, I mean, the world's going to tell them eventually.
0: But is it? That's the thing, because sometimes... You know, uh, a, another to comedian. Right to a TV show. Yeah, <laughs> another another comedian told me a long time ago. He goes, well, "We're nice to each other because they're like, oh, they were supportive of each other in the Chicago comedy scene, and then and he's like, don't do that. Like, yeah. you shouldn't do that because you're not going. They're not going to get better. You're booking your friends on shows. They think they're good, and then then when they go in the real world, they're right. eating dicks, and that's not going to help them in the long run. Right, right. So I feel like it's good to be honest. And I remember when I started the comedians that i looked up to i'd be like if they said something i remembered it i mean you and i i remember exactly when you told me i was what you made a comment on my set that i knew you listened we were at like some private club show it was a tough crowd but i did i did well for that show mm-hmm. and you took me aside like those are some smart jokes i like this thing and the callback and i was like oh shit okay we were at a thing and uh, i'm like all right well I got to go. And I just remember I was, like, so excited. Yeah. Like, you know you have that. If, and, it, and it looks like that was happening back in the early 2000s, too, for, like, comedians like John Roy and Kyle Kinane and people like that.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I never think about that in terms of, like, stature or status or anything. Like, I just, you know, if I have an opinion or about I, I just tell you what I think if yeah. you ask me. Right. I mean, if we're really talking, not in passing. Hey, what would you think? Eh, that's a good set.
0: Well, I'm I'm not talking about if you're yeah. sitting down and someone asks you, but if but, you voluntarily say good set to someone, yeah, yeah you that's better different. mean it, yeah,
1: right. That's different, and and
0: a, and I think even at any level of comedy, if you've been doing it for more than a level, I feel like you have that responsibility to be honest. Or yeah, or,
1: you're right, you're right, Paul. I need that's to why we're here. It's this. just an intervention to tell, yeah, to, yeah. To, for you ethics. to. Uh, stop Dwayne, en- uh, You need to get some principles about yourself, bro. You need
0: to stop encouraging bad behavior <laughs> is what, what I'm no, trying to say. No, let's not do
1: that because that's hilarious. <laughs> you know what? I like that part where you uh, took your pants down and moon the audience. You should keep doing that. More of that.
0: <laughs> I should? Yeah. <laughs> well, they tell the story uh, in the book where the comic before you made himself vomit or something and you had to go oh, on man. afterwards yeah. and you just destroyed. And they tried to set it up a second time. And uh, yeah, that, I, that's that before was, uh, my time. But you were like,
1: <laughs> yeah, he he fancied himself a performance artist. Yeah, and he went on stage, yeah, with a toothbrush oh, and just kept jadding out until he finally vomited on stage. Now,
0: and you had to go after that.
1: I had to go after that twice.
0: He did it twice. Mm,
1: I don't remember that part. Okay.
0: Well, the first time, go ahead. What were you gonna yeah.
1: say? Yeah, I should have. See, I'm not.
0: Did you say good set there.
1: Yeah. Hey, good set. You know, you you might want to punch up the vomit with some
0: bits Colors. of hot dog or something.
1: Maybe hot <laughs> you dog. Know what?
0: This is missing some Kool Aid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know. But uh, other than that, that, and I would save that for my closer. But other than that, oh man, this cat. I don't. Mean, you know what? I'm not. I remember his name, but I'm not gonna. Does it say right. his name in the it book? It does say his
0: name. Well, his his stage name. Yeah.
1: Oh, what was his stage name? I don't remember. Okay, he doesn't do comedy anymore. Yeah, he and his and his and his performance artist girlfriend at the time they uh-huh. thought they were all avant garde. Yeah, in New York and how about some jokes?
0: <laughs> you could a shot. You went up afterwards. and were like, you know, you just because you had to. You're like, you know what you say is right before you go on stage. You'd be like. The one thing you don't want to do is throw off that hack, <laughs> and the crowd just went nuts because like, it was just like a perfect response. And like, and I thought in the book they said that they Nate Craig booked you again, you t- you two together to try to create it to happen again. Oh, but I, I could be. It was all yeah, like a weird. No,
1: I don't know if I ever work with that cat ever again in life. You know. <laughs> Is he going to be here tonight? Yeah,
0: he's coming tonight. He's going to be here. Be like, well, we brought him here tonight yeah. so he can apologize.
1: Man, yeah, he yeah, he. he thought he was being all, yeah. like I said, avant-garde and all that stuff. You know, you take that shit to New York. <laughs> you take that, you pack up your vomit, and you take it to New York. Like, over two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember that. Yeah.
0: And then you came up, and you st- like were still, dist- like, how did you... I remember you said this like the first time I've been up in a while. I think we were at Laugh Factory. Mm -hmm. And you're like, and you still like destroyed. Like, how do you, how do you keep your brain? Are you, are you secretly like performing (laughs) somewhere? Like, cause you. In here. Really?
1: Yeah. I'm at, I'm at club mind. Yeah. All the time. So uh,
0: what's your process then? If you haven't gone up for two and a half years, Mm -hmm. how do you wipe off that rust and just fucking. You're back to square, you're back to where you were left off.
1: Because, Paul, comedy is who I am. You see, <laughs> that, that reminds me of a story, Paul. You know,
0: <laughs> see, wasn't that fun? Now you can go listen to the whole thing. Just go listen to the whole thing. Do it right now. Uh, that was just a tidbit of it, a few minutes of the podcast. Go listen to the whole thing on Why Are You Awake. Uh, it's available everywhere you podcast. If you listen or go to YouTube to watch it, even if you watch in the background while you're doing work, you're going to laugh. You'll catch parts. You'll be like, wait, what did he just say? Um, yeah, it's fun. Uh, please follow me on Instagram if you don't already, at Paul Farvar, Facebook at Paul F. Comedy, uh, Instagram, Paul Farvar, like I said, and YouTube, Paul F. Comedy. Thank you all. And thanks for giving me a chance to try to convince you to listen to the new podcast.